First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Samantha Testa is, of course, running for council at large in the city of Utica and is on the line right now. Samantha, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. What's going on? So we had an opportunity uh, the other day to tour the the hospital uh, project and uh, see all of the progress over there. It's really fascinating to to see the modern approach that uh, construction takes today. And also, when you just think about the amount of concrete going into that facility, it's amazing. Uh, I but, know, it is. I but, just drove by the other day. It's actually coming along pretty good. It really is. And and then, though, we uh, we see the area where the garage is supposed to go. What are your thoughts? Um, and, of course, it's that one lone building, which is owned by uh, Brett Truitt. When he purchased it, he said he was going to do it um, and had a goal of sending the hospital into uh, an eminent domain proceeding. It looks like that's going to have to happen, but it looks like that'll be Utica handling that. Yeah, i got to be honest with you. I haven't seen any updated projects for the parking garage. Um, it, I, I heard that it changed uh, several times uh, since I saw it probably back in 2018-19. So um, <clears throat> I really don't know what their uh, updated plans are and how much it's changed. So I don't, I, you know what I mean? I, I know they're trying to renegotiate um, the deal from where the city is going to have, what, what the payment that the city is going to have to have. Um, and they said that because the parking garage is different from what they had originally planned, and obviously this is from council members that I've talked to um, in regard to the parking garage, so I, yeah, I could yeah. tell you what's changed and how much has changed. But, um, I mean, yeah. I can't see that the city's going to stop the process with the parking garage. Um, I could, you know, I could say that I, I do believe that they're going to go full, full throttle with, yeah. you know, wanting to put the parking garage there. I just don't know. Um you know, location change, things like that. So do you, uh, I think there's just a lot of unknown right now, and, and we we don't know anything either. So do you feel the, uh, do you feel the project needs the uh, the garage? I mean, at the, t- at the time when the project was submitted to us, they, it did need a parking garage. Um, they, they really, the surface parking was just something that they weren't capable of. It wasn't capable of handling the amount of, uh, vehicles that they had intended to go into that area. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't see them doing something else other than, than a parking um, garage. an actual parking garage. You know, there are some places where you'll go and they actually have shuttles to the hospital. I mean, uh, first of all, that's expensive. Secondly, who wants to be doing that if you're if you're going to visit a loved one in the hospital or or you have to have right. an appointment yeah. at the hospital? I mean... I mean it's, it's, that's what I mean. For the for the fact of convenience, I mean, it is nice to have something that's right next door. Yeah, I mean, connected. I know that, yeah. You know, whenever I've gone to a hospital that's been outside the area, sometimes, not, you know, not having a parking garage close to the hospital gets confusing for people. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Trying to take a shuttle and whatnot. So I think having, uh, you know, something that's conveniently close to the hospital, um, <clears throat> you know, is something that would definitely be more convenient for people going to visit and working. I mean, uh, you don't want to have to worry about shuttling people in the, yeah. you know, winter storms and things like that. Yeah, you know? and I and I, I I experienced that when we when I had my issue and we went out to Boston. Um, the the parking thing was a huge deal because there's really no area to park around there, and nor would there no, be nor yeah. nor would there be in in this hospital setting. So they set us very strict instructions. Here's where you park in the garage. You have an appointment, so you have a pass to get in the garage, and then the garage took you right into the hospital. I mean. That convenience, I think, is especially when people are 
really in need of medical help. That's a huge convenience. I, I oh, you without a doubt. And I mean, yeah. and then you don't have to worry about the vehicle and the you know the yep. traffic of shuttles going back and forth. Sure. You know, people can just conveniently go into a garage, park there, and then you know go back to the garage and go home. So I think that that's an even you know bigger convenience. I mean, people you know. No matter what they're going to a hospital for, sometimes you know something good, sometimes not something good. I mean, it's just yep. you know I don't know. I don't I don't see what what having a you know a shuttle would would be would be beneficial. You know, put up a parking garage. I just you know well, and, think and, that and, they need to figure yep. out the kinks of putting a parking garage up inside the city and you know well, getting there, all the and, financials and the yep. final plans done. And the only reason I bring up shuttle is is what other some other places do, but. I don't think you have the surface area for surface parking around there. You would have no no choice but to come up with some sort of a plan to get people in. All right, what is your uh, what? One of the things that you've been talking about in in regards to uh, running for council at large is infrastructure in the city. Right, right. Yeah, infrastructure is another huge thing, and that's you know not to you know go back to the hospital, but I. A lot of people talk about, like, what's the benefit of the hospital going downtown? I mean, and if you just look at the infrastructure, the roads, in and around that project, I mean, that's, you know, millions of dollars alleviated from the city just from that component, too. So, I mean, there is there is some positive, you know, not just with the hospital going that's been beneficial for the city as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> I definitely think that infrastructure, I mean, that's the biggest complaint that I think I've ever had on the council is the roads. I mean, I have people that, you know, I'll see, I know I wait tables on a Friday night and I'll see somebody that's not, you know, doesn't live in Utica. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't live in Utica, I can't vote for you, but I just want to tell you the roads are horrendous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, you could drive down Broad Street and it's like, oh my gosh, it's awful. I mean, you've literally got to swerve from one side of the road to the other. I mean, I've hit potholes. My, my, <laughs> my, my truck is, you know, I felt like it was going to be eaten by the ground. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous the condition of our roads. And, for that to be even an argument, I thought would be something that we've, you know, been past considering that we put a referendum out, yeah. put together a plan, and the people voted on it. So obviously they, you know, they want their roads paved, you know. So I don't know what other way that you can get around it. Um, you know, it's been, I think, from 2000, and I don't know, maybe, maybe the year 2000 to the year 2016 when we passed the referendum. I think 32 miles of roads are paved over the course of 17 years. How is it hard? Uh, Why is it hard? This is my (laughs) biggest question. I don't understand. It seems like it's a pretty obvious thing. The roads that need the most work should be done first. And why is it that, you know, Broad Street hasn't been done in so many years, but there are roads that get paid every year? Broad Street's got an issue where I I don't I, look. I'm not engineer. That could the engineer. be the sewer lines. It could be collapsing. That road but just then if constantly that's a road caves that needs to be collapse. done every two years. Do that one every two well, years. You're going to do Broad of, Street you know, every every two years and then not do other parts of the city for fifty. My that, point is that well, that's what I mean, they're already and, doing. And it's the it's the point of having this paving program put on a rotation. So you're talking paving every road in the city over the next fifteen years. And the, the biggest problem that the city had was they said that they never had the money in their budget to pave the roads. Okay. So what we did was we took $2.5 million that were regularly paved for chip, through CHIP funding, state funding, and whatnot, and then we put it on a $2.5 million, <clears throat> well, anywhere from 2 to $2.5 million uh, borrowing plan inside the city. So when we looked at the bond debt schedule over the course of the next seven or eight years, the payment towards the bond debt schedule went down from, well, it's, it's good. it will be going down from, I think, it's a, our payment's $5 million this year, and about six or seven years the payment will be close to, I think, nine to $800,000. Yeah. 
say that there was no borrowing. Now, mm-hmm. the fact that we would be borrowing $2.5 million every year brings a payment to that principal and interest to about, I think it was about $160,000, okay? So you're adding that to your budget on top of paying that $5 million a year towards your bond debt service. So the fact that they say, oh, we don't have the money, it's going to cripple the budget, it's going to do this. Well, listen, there's a lot of things that could cripple the budget. You know what I mean? I mean, we we went and just bonded $8 million for streetlights. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go inside the budget. The problem is is that when does your reserve fund get to the point where $8 million is is not enough? I mean, what are you going to just keep doing, putting it up to 10, putting it up to 11, putting it up to 12? At some point in time, you're going to have to utilize that money and put it towards your budget. I mean, you've hit it. Yeah, 0% increase this year, 2% decrease last year. I mean, and we're still coming out with a million-dollar surplus. So either you, you weren't budgeting correctly in your last year's budget, okay, or you're, you were still overtaxing people because that's, that, that's, that's the only way you get a million-dollar surplus. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's different factors, you know, that happen, obviously, throughout the year. But at some point in time, and that's, that's part of the reason that we put that – financial, or excuse me, the uh, paving plan together was because we looked at it and we said, okay, we've got all these capital improvement projects. Let's put, let's put one of the you know, biggest improvements that needs to be done inside the city, which is paving roads, inside the budget. That way we're putting it on a rotation and we're not waiting 50 years to pave a road. Sam, I mean, does, that, does that debt include the, the garage? No, that's not, that's, not inclu- that's not included yet because they didn't borrow for that, that funding yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. I have Mike so, here that so uh, it wouldn't be an inclu- it wouldn't be included. So say if we say if we put the pay the payment towards the pay, the parking garage in there, you say your payment's five million dollars. Your payment would now go to five point five million dollars. Hmm. So you you would be taking that five hundred thousand dollars out of the budget and going going to put it towards the parking garage. I have Mike here that says if we don't want to fix the roads, we can lease them out to NASA and they can use them for training for the upcoming moon missions. <laughs> Listen, I'm with them. I mean, it's, I mean, I just don't. That, that's my that's my biggest frustration, and here and here we talk about a city budget. Now, on top of the fact that we just were awarded sixty four million dollars from the federal government, okay, and they're saying, oh, we don't know what we can use the funding for. Well, that's all you got to do is call your call your congressman, call your senator, okay, and find out what the funding could be used for. Well, I have to tell so, you this though: I was there, and Schumer didn't know, and Paul Mary didn't know, and Pisani, I don't think knew either, and. I think so. You have the money, but you don't know what to, what you can use it. Schumer for. said something like, "Yeah, we'll get the uh, we'll get the regulations out in the next couple of weeks here," and then that no, was I, it. I, wow, I, they I hadn't have, read I the bill yet. That, I have a booklet from the American Recovery Act that was given out, and specifically, one of the funding options for that is is infrastructure. So, I mean, even if you're talking about what you can't use for your budget, I mean, it specifically states. I mean, I'm sure there's other guidelines and whatnot. But I think even Schumer said that it could, in, in one of his quotes that he sent out that I read, that you could utilize that money for, for infrastructure. Yeah, he I was throwing out all kinds of th- possibilities. Yeah, well, you could, I'm uh, saying. I mean, you so, could do so, an advertising campaign for local businesses, he said. You could buy ads for local businesses. I, it was all, he was throwing out all kinds of stuff. Well, I, it, I mean, i got to be honest with you. I mean, that, little things like that, I mean, are, are, my biggest thing is let's start, let's start rebranding the image inside the city. You know, let's start looking at the positives. I mean, people don't want to come here and, you know, listen on the news every day that somebody's getting shot or whatnot. I mean, there's got to be a point in time that there's so much positive going on inside the city that that's got to outweigh the bad that's going on, too. So, I mean, I could even see some positive campaign, something like that coming. Because when would you normally use your funds out of a budget for something like that? You know, so... 
I, I would I mean, just you're say you're a whole budget. I would just say <laughs> that the yeah, the I could see. Can we do two things at once? Can we can we pave uh, the arteria or I'm I'm sorry, pave uh, the parkway, pave Broad Street. And and start at the uh, at the hospital project and start working your way out because that's going to be the newest part of the city and uh, and and begin you know repaving roads that becomes the major I mean that alone would change the 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 look of the city. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, if you look at any any type of you know theory that's been brought up in the past about municipalities, I mean, yeah. something simple as the broken window theory you could relate back to. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a broken window on a house, what do you think is going to look better? A window yep. with a new window or yep. a window with a broken window? I mean, that's what's part of the problem that's wrong with inside the city is that there is a lot of broken things. I mean, you're going to ask me what you could do at once. I mean, if it was up to me, I would be doing everything at once. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, I don't have that, didn't have that in my authority to do that, you know, and it's got to come from the top down. But I think that even if you look at $5 million, okay, in paving, and if you looked at what looked at what happened a couple of years ago with the paving schedule and when it was done, I mean, they know that they're going to pay $5 million of roads each year. So wouldn't you think that when January, February comes, you would say, hmm, let me put my paving schedule out to not yeah, yeah. one paving, paving you know, plant, two paving plants, or three paving plants. Yep. Get them going at once. I mean, you've got 212 miles of roads inside the city, our site. There's other ways that you can get to a place that you have to go to yeah. for an inconvenience of a couple of weeks in order to. Now you know, I take a, I take so, a slow travel route over having my car destroyed. So does the uh, do, do you well, fix though? The, do you have to fix the sewer lines that are I mean, collapsing this, this, first before you re- pave over them? That's some of the things that we talked about with um, you know the city. The city's done major the major sewer lines. I mean that's one, that's one thing that I will give. You know the, the administration credit for is that they did they did take get a jump on the sewer mm-hmm. infrastructure inside the city of, ahead of the mandate that the federal government yeah. was putting down to local municipalities. So if you look at the five S corridor, if you look at you know a number of areas throughout the city, I mean they they put oh my god, I think close to like maybe fifty to sixty million dollars and and I mean I could be I'm ballparking yeah. that number, yeah. you know, but in sewer lines inside the city. And, you know, when we put this together, we worked with the Mohawk Valley Water Authority to talk about what lines that they would replace, you know, when we would be paving road infrastructure. I mean, no one had the, no one has the money to pave and, and fix the infrastructure of 212 yeah. miles yeah. of roads. And not all 212 miles of roads need to be, you know, totally reconstructed, reconstructed from the Earth's core all the way up to the top surface. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do that, you know, doesn't take that much money in order yeah. to repair some of these lines so yeah. again i you know <laughs> you know this is some of the things that we go back to the city was still crying poverty you know up to last week when they're sitting on an eight million dollar reserve fund i mean i just mm-hmm. there has to be there has to come a time when people got to wake up and realize that you know you can only be fed a line of yeah. you know nonsense for so long before you put your foot down and say listen you know let's put a five-year let's put a five-year budget plan together okay so we're not talking about Every year, what we plan on doing inside okay. the city, and what we plan on doing with our budget. All I right. mean, so there's there's a lot of things that we could do. I got to wrap it up, and a couple quickies. Um, you're running for council at large. Is that where Correct. you stop? 
Is or, that where I stop? Is that where you stop? I or, guys, or, I, I'm on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I, okay, <laughs> but I, I I'll, I'll finish the part two of my. Uh, yeah, I lucky, mean, yeah, that's a good answer. There is a <laughs> may, there is a mayoral position that's going to be opening up sometime soon. Listen, I got to be honest with you. I mean, I I went to school for eight years to become a teacher, and there's nothing that I love more in the world than okay being than teaching students and. Unless they, they, they increase the mayor's salary to $210,000, and I can't believe in any time zone. All right, and then, uh, and then somebody asking, um, what about before you fix the roads, uh, allowing a company to come in and film a movie? The idea is lost in Utica. A family is lost with nowhere to go inside inside a pothole. Um, How will we steal that lost, thing? Tell them we're, trying to, tell them we're lost trying to it's, be found, you know? It's not a pothole. It's a sinkhole. What am I going to oh do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, Samantha, interesting stuff. Thank you. Listen, I like those questions. They're better than the ones I, I used to get before. Cool. Okay. You have a great day. Take care, guys. Thanks I'll so much. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Uh, if she wants the mayor's in, uh, salary to be increased to uh, to 200000 what are they paying over at that school district? <laughs> right? Hey. Man.